0: Straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The things that people are gonna bring up in your eulogy are the things that impact others.com. Praise exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence, to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is writing your own eulogy. Yes, writing your own eulogy. We'll get into that in a minute, why this topic is being discussed and what to, how to use this advice. Now, before we get into that, first, let me tell everybody I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free to everyone who's in my texting community. Message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point throughout your day. If You want to get that text. All you got to do is text me at my number. Here's the number. Put this in your phone right now. 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now and every day when I send out the daily motivation, you will be receiving it again at number 305 384 6894. And once you text me there, you can respond to any one of those texts and get a response back from me. That number is listed down below in the show notes. I have forgotten to mention this This is the first day I brought it up a couple days ago, but I have any of you who wants to donate to and support the show, you can do so via PayPal or Cash App. They are linked down below. Also in the show notes, it's slash Dre all day. And Cash App is my name, dollar sign Dre Baldwin. Dre Baldwin is the Cash App so again, somebody mentioned that, Todd mentioned that to me a few, maybe a week or two ago from when I'm recording this. So I'll put those Mm -hmm. links down there. So if anybody wants to support the show that way, you can do so. Again, they are linked down below in the show notes. number for texting. So this topic of writing your own eulogy. First of all, let's get a definition of what a eulogy is. A eulogy is a speech or a piece of writing that praises someone or something highly, typically someone who has just died. Mm -hmm. That's what a eulogy is. It's basically somebody doing a little, a write-up or a speech about you and saying all the great stuff about you after you're dead. Now, your question may be, your question is, Dre, why are you telling us to write about or to write a speech about what somebody's going to say about us when we're dead? I plan on living for a long time. Dre, why are you even bringing this up? Here's why we bring this up. Because I often get people asking me some form of the question, what's something that you would say to your younger self? What's something you would say to the person who was 20 years younger or somebody who's whatever age, if I'm talking to a person or a younger person is asking me this question. But here's something else that we need to ask ourselves and something that we need to ask ourselves, not something someone else should ask us, is not only looking backwards because we can't do anything about the past anyways. Also, let's look to the future. What's something that you want to be able to tell your future self? What's something you want to tell your 20 years from now self that you can understand right now? Or what's something that you want to be able to say that is true about your 20 years from now self based on the life that you're living right now and based on the plans that you have for your 20 years from now future self? That's what writing your own eulogy is about. It's basically about planning out what are the successes and the outcomes that you're going to produce. You haven't done it yet, but based on your current trajectory, based on what you have planned and based on the type of person you're aiming to become was I talking about my book, Mirror Motivation. If you don't have that yet, get it at mirrormotivation.com, books, free, cover, shipping. But based on the type of person that you're planning on becoming, what do you want your eulogy to say? And we're going to get into exactly what that means here today. So if you have something to take notes with, use it and take notes on this. And if you don't have something to take notes with, go get it and take notes on this. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is writing your own eulogy. In my book, The Mental Workbook, which you can see right behind me here next to my left shoulder, those of you watching on video, that big red book right there is the Mental Workbook. You can get that as part of the Mental Game Super Duper Bundle. So when you get your copy, claim your copy of my book The Third Day or The Mirror of Motivation, either one of them, we're going to offer you the Mental Game Super Duper Bundle in the process. That is four books, which is not only the Mental Workbooks, also my book Work on Your Game, which you can see right here. It's my book, The Bulletproof Mindset, and the 30 Days of Discipline course. All four of those books is in part of the Mental Game Super Duper bundle. Now, in the Mental Workbook specifically, that's my 500-page book where I help you lay out your vision of life success via a daily journal. And the first part of that book, I'm explaining to you how the subconscious mind works, why it works the way that it does, why it's more powerful than your conscious thoughts, and thusly, why you need to start utilizing the power of the subconscious mind To create your success in life because it's working more often than your conscious mind is working. So in the mental workbook, I explain to readers the entire little concept behind that about programming that subconscious through the conscious to live your life the way that you want to live it. One of the key points in programming your subconscious mind is you want to write your script. In other words, you want to predict your life before it happens, then live out the script that you just wrote for yourself. The similar way that an actor or an actress, even though they might not be the one who wrote their script, they get their script. So if someone signs up to Bruce Willis or Brad Pitt or George Clooney signs on to be part of a movie. One of the first things they get, I would think, I mean, aside from the paycheck, is they're going to get the script. Now, right, here are the lines that you're going to be saying when you're acting out this movie. And what is the purpose of giving the actor or the actress the script? is that they know exactly how things are going to go. So when the cameras start rolling, they know exactly what to say, what to do, how to do it, what energy to have, how they're supposed to be feeling, what emotion they're supposed to be experiencing, all of that stuff. The script is basically telling them how things are going to go so that they can perform according to the plan. This is the exact same thing you do through the mental workbook. I'm helping you write out the script of your life so that you can perform according to the plan. Many people are operating right now through an inaccurate formula of not having a plan and just randomly doing stuff and hoping that it works out. Now, here's the challenge with that is that oftentimes it doesn't happen that way. But there are sometimes there are many times, as a matter of fact, when it can work out where you can have no script, no plan, no strategy whatsoever. And just because you have time on your side, you have timing on your side, you have luck on your side, you have talent on your side. Maybe you're in the right place at the right time you could show up with no script, no plan, no system, nothing, and still get the desired result. Here's the challenge with that, though. And here's why this challenge becomes more magnified when that happens, when luck and timing are on your side and talent are on your side and you get the result, is that you may condition yourself, fool yourself into thinking that you would just keep showing up that way and things will just keep working out. And they will until they don't. And then when things stop working out, you will have no recourse. You won't know what to do. You won't know what to do next because you're so used to things just working out just because you showed up. Now the challenge is you need to go back and do the work and you might not be so willing to do the work if you're used to getting results without doing the work. So it's much easier to do the work now before you get conditioned to get results without the work so that you don't have this problem. That's why I wrote the mental workbook. So make sure that you are predicting your life before it happens and writing out your script for what you're going to get. Now, while I understand that the thought of writing a eulogy might make some of you only think about death and dying and know the sadness of your, well, you won't be sad because you'll be dead, but your family members, their sadness over the fact that you're not alive anymore, understand that your eulogy is literally a write up of everything that you did in your life. All right, that's what a eulogy is, is a write up everything you did in your script. So you're going to write the script. You're going to know exactly how things are going to go because it's in your script everything you achieved in life is going to be laid out, or at least the most important points are going to be laid out in your eulogy. So look at it that way if you need to, if that gives you any solace. And if it doesn't give you solace, well, listen, don't blame me. All right, everybody's going to die at some point based on the current science that we have available. So I'm not introducing this concept to you that you're going to die one day that you already knew this. It's just now I'm giving you something active to do about it. So if anything, you should be happy. So even though the reality is that we're all going to die one day, hopefully, everybody gets a eulogy. Because not everybody who dies gets a eulogy. Because a eulogy means there were at least enough people who cared enough about you that they're going to gather in some place, a church, a house, whatever, a graveyard, and talk about you, at least for an afternoon, and talk about the great things about you. Somebody's going to say some good stuff about you. They're going to highlight your life. What are they going to say? Write out the script. I mean, again, this conversation is going to happen one way or another. You ain't going to be around to control it. So you might as well put your best foot forward, I guess, for lack of a better term, so that people have some positive stuff to say about you. That's why you need to write out the script. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is write your own eulogy. For anyone who's ever been to a funeral or seen one on TV, understand something. A eulogy is not a memoir. It is not a tell-all autobiography. It is not a three-hour documentary. It is not a full-on conversation about your life. It is a shortened version of the life that you lived summarized via only the key points, whatever, whoever's speaking on your behalf, whatever they see as the key points. Because again, you don't have control over this conversation. Only they do. So the question for you then is, what will those key points be? If you achieve nothing else from this point forward, the rest of your life, we just had to go off of what you've done up to this point. What would somebody say about you? What are the key points? If they had to limit their speech about you to, let's say, somewhere between three and five key points, what are they? What would somebody say about you? The answer to this question needs to be part of your script. So as you're writing out your script, your eulogy, which again, in the mental workbook, I'll help you write the script out. Your eulogy is only going to go off like three to five key points. So what are those three to five key points going to be? Now, you can control this narrative, so to speak. By directing your actions and bending your actions towards how do I achieve these things and make sure that these things are the most significant things about me so that when someone who I can't control decides to talk about me, they have to bring these things up. What are those things that you want brought up about you when your name is being discussed? And again, you don't control the conversation. This is part of your script. Again, in the mental workbook, I will help you write this out. But you have to be conscious about this. You have to be intentional about it, getting to that next outcome, that next goal, whatever it's going to be, and achieving those things that really will make an impact on other people because the things that you do to just make an impact on you, maybe somebody might notice it and they may be impressed by it, but that's not really what they're going to talk about when it comes to you. People are not going to talk about how big your house was because that's really just having an impact on you. not going to talk about the cars that you drove because, again, you might love the cars and they might look great and you might get a lot of comments on social media when you post them, but the cars that you drive don't impact anybody else. They only impact you. So the things that you do for yourself, those are not the things that anyone's going to bring up in your eulogy. If you go to the gym every day and you got big muscles, yeah, that's great. And you might look good on the beach, but is anybody going to bring that up in your eulogy? Probably not simply because you doing that is only impacting you. The things that people are going to bring up in your eulogy are the things that impact others. So what are the things that you're doing that impact other people? So while you have a nice car, great. That's not the thing that impacts people, but you could drive that car to show up somewhere and give people some game and give people some help and give people some inspiration and some drive that makes them be their best self. Now they'll remember you because of that. The car just helped you get there. Now you go into the gym every day. They're not going to talk about the fact that you have big muscles, but they might talk about the fact that your discipline inspired them to be disciplined. And that's what they're going to bring up. So A lot of the things that we, especially in Western society, we chase on a day to day basis are really only things to serve ourselves, which is fine because you are you and you should serve yourself on some levels. At the same time, the things that people are going to bring up about you when you're no longer around will have nothing to do with those things. They'll have nothing to do with the stuff you did to serve yourself. They will only have to do with the things that you did that served others, whether you did it on purpose or it happened indirectly. Nobody's going to bring up the things that you only did for you because, frankly, nobody cares. So what is going to go in that script that somebody else will give a damn about, not just the stuff that's for you? And I'm not telling you that you shouldn't do things for yourself. If you want to do stuff for yourself, you have a right to do so. Sometimes you got to be selfish to be selfless. But at the same time, the things that you do for others, the selfless things you do that serve other people, those are the only things that are going to get remembered. So just keep that in mind when you're making your decisions as to what to prioritize, what you're going to chase and what you're going to go after. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is write your own eulogy. Here's the real purpose of writing your own eulogy. It is to give you a purpose and help direct and give function and direction to your debt. That's the real purpose of writing your own eulogy. You want to give yourself a purpose and know what am I doing this for? Why am I showing up to work Every single day, why am I going to the gym? Why am I going to record the show? Why am I going to try to write this book? Why Am I going to start this business? Why am I going to have this lunch date? Why am I going to have this meeting? Why am I going to do these things? Is to give yourself a purpose, give a purpose behind your actions, and give function and direction to your day. And this will also help you eliminate some things because once you know what your script is and you know where you're trying to go and what's going to be in your eulogy, you can look at your calendar, look at your schedule, what you have now, right, and look at the activities that you're doing that you can't find a way to tie certain activities to your bigger purpose and to where you really want to be in life and what you want your eulogy to say about you. And if you can't tie some of your current actions to the things that you want to be said about you and your eulogy, well, you know what you need to do next, right? Now it's time to pull out decisions and start cutting some things out, start cutting some things off, start eliminating some people from your life. What do you need to get rid of that is not helping you reach your bigger, most important purpose? This is another reason why you want to write out your script It's not just so you can add on and do more and know what you're going to do next and next and next. There's a lot of humans when we're trying to improve, we're always looking at what we need to do more of and add on to and go further and faster and harder. But also just as much, we need to look at what we need to get rid of and eliminate and delete and you know, cease and do less of and cut in half. One of the things you need to get rid of so that you can focus more on the things that matter? Again, this is the 80-20 rule in action. So you're probably doing some things right now in your life consistently that are leading you to your bigger purpose. And you also are probably doing some things that are not leading you to your bigger purpose and are not really serving a point at all and not serving a purpose at all. And the more clear you can make your script, the more clear it will be to notice what are the things I need to do more of and what are the things I need to delete and cut out and do less of because they're not really doing anything for me. So when you know exactly where you're going, it's much easier to make decisions. It's easier to say no. It's easier to decide when to say yes. there's much more purpose behind your actions. And when you have purpose behind your actions, it has a magical effect of getting things done a lot faster and a lot more efficiently than they would otherwise have gotten done. Just when you have purpose behind them, there's an energy that goes behind someone who has purpose as compared to someone just doing something just to check off a box. It could be the exact same activity and they could have a similar skill set. We know exactly what we're doing, where we're going and why the rest of the universe gets out of our way and lines up to help us get there. Again, this is the power of purpose. And we have no idea when we have rather no idea what we're doing or where we're going. Obstacles pop up all over the place. So look at your current life and ask yourself, which one seems to be happening more often for you these days? Are situations and circumstances and people lining up to get out of your way, or are they lining up to become obstacles? If they're lining up to get out of your way, it's probably because your purpose is clear and that energy moves people out of your way. And if they're lining up to become obstacles, or at least it feels like they are, probably because you're not clear on your purpose. And that's why you're having such a challenge getting to from point A to point B. That will tell you a lot about how much direction you're operating with in the present moment. Now, there is also a caveat that sometimes when you're clear on your outcome, you're clear on your purpose, Sometimes obstacles get thrown in your way just to see how you deal with them, but they won't feel like they're obstacles because you know exactly where you're going. obstacle doesn't look the same when you know where you're going as it does when you have no idea where you're going, if you understand what I'm saying. When things are moving out of your way it's because you know where you're going and there seem to be obstacles everywhere, it's probably because you have no idea where you're going. So everything can and does become an obstacle when you have no target. When you have a target, obstacles just become basically, uh, objects to help you get to where you want to get to. You figure out a way to make them work for you simply because you know where you're going. And when you know where you're going, it's hard for an obstacle to become an obstacle. It's just something that you need to slip around so you can keep moving. And when you see something as an obstacle, usually because there's something that you feel you can't do about it, but you wish you could. But when you have a purpose, it doesn't matter what gets thrown in your way. Uh, You don't even see it as an obstacle because the obstacle is, when you call something an obstacle, you are giving it enough substance to say that this is slowing me down in some way. But when you have a purpose, it, hardly anything can slow you down. That's why it's so important to make sure your eulogy is written up front while you're still alive. So let's recap today's class, which is writing your own eulogy. A eulogy being a speech or a piece of writing that praises someone or something highly. Typically, someone who has just died. Point number one, the mental workbook. I explain the entire concept of the subconscious mind programming your subconscious via your conscious so that you can live your life the way that you want to live it. One of the key points of programming your subconscious is to predict your life before it happens. In other words, writing your script. So look at it as what are the key things that I want somebody to say about me when I'm not around anymore. Point number two, if anyone's ever been to a funeral or seen one on TV, understand that you is not a memoir. This is not an autobiography or a documentary. It's a short write-up or a short speech Someone gives basically summarizing 79 years of your life in 15 minutes. So they're not going to go over every little detail. They're only going to go over the parts that they see as most relevant. And usually those are the parts that most impacted other people, not just the stuff that you did for yourself. So if your life of 79 years needs to be summarized in 15 minutes, what do you want people to say about you? They can't say everything. This needs to go in your script. And when you read the mental workbook, I'll explain to you exactly how to create that script. And Number three, here's the real purpose of writing your eulogy to give you a purpose and help direct and give function and direction to your days, to give shape to your days. When you know exactly where you're going, it's very easy to make decisions, easy to say no and easy to say yes, easy to make all kinds of choices in your life because you know exactly what you're doing. When you know where you're going and what you want, the universe gets out of your way. When you don't know, it seems like everything is getting in your way and obstacles pop up all over the place. So if you're seeing obstacles everywhere, it's probably because your purpose is not clear. And when you're not seeing any obstacles, probably because your purpose is very clear. So use it as a litmus test for where you are and what you're up to right now. All that said, two things for you to do, two calls to action. First of all, get my daily motivation text by texting me at 305-384-6894. And secondly, if you're ready to work with me directly in my Bulletproof Mastermind, that is my group coaching program where I help professionals from all industries work on their mindset. First is the foundation. And then we build a strategy on top of that. Make sure there's clear accountability for you and your activities and the execution of that work so you can actually get a result. And then we can watch, rinse, and repeat. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, my bulletproof mastermind is work on your game If you want to work with me one on one, that's my third day mastermind. You can set up a call with me by going to that same link, work on your game Just clicking the button at the top of the page to schedule that call. Again, that's working Work. On your game Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894.